grew up in a family uh, that worked in funeral homes and mortuaries all my life, you know, and, right. and I I ended up opening up one of my own, and and I've seen and heard things at at different mortuaries and 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 not only there but my own too. And in the unseen world that exists parallel to our own, whispers of the past float, untouched, unseen, and unheard. But in the shadowy veil of the unknown, some dare to tread, to listen, to understand. This is the world of paranormal investigation. Picture a world where the past intertwines with the present, where forgotten souls linger, trapped within the echoes of their former lives. This is the realm unbound by the chains of time, a realm that exists just beyond our sight, beyond our comprehension. Hey guys, before we get into it, if you could please like and subscribe, it would really help the channel out and share on all social media. The Supernatural Quest Seekers are made up of Austin and Teddy, aka Big Papa Fluff. Both are dedicated researchers, they meticulously decode the historical significance of the sites they investigate, and employ a unique approach to sense the lingering energies at, the, at these locations. Together they form a paranormal powerhouse, fearlessly navigating the shadowy realms that most dare not tread. Their investigations have led them to the notorious Haunted Hill House, a site seeping with spine-tingling tales of unique spirits. They've also ventured into the eerie halls of the Fairfield County Infirmary, where whispers of its dark past resonate with tales of forgotten souls. Austin and Teddy's journeys don't stop there. They've walked the chilling corridors of old Licking County Jail and stood in the foreboding presence of Bobby Mackey's sinister spirits and endured the daunting aurora of Donna Anna County Courthouse and Jail, each place brimming with a ghostly narrative that leaves even the most hardened skeptics pondering the otherworldly. Austin and Teddy are more than just investigators. They are storytellers, historians, and brave explorers of the unknown. Guys, thanks for joining me. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good, man. So, uh, thank you for coming on to here with us. I appreciate it. Appreciate the short uh, notice. You know, as as the filming of this, I actually just uploaded the first episode of the reboot today. Um, Austin's got a little sneak peek at it, but don't tell anybody. I'm just kidding. No, uh, I know when I first started seeing it, I was like, wait, I don't see it on the channel. I'm like, oh, this is just the... Yeah. Well, it, it was easier to share it that way with people instead of like uploading it to like, I just uploaded as private and then just sent the link out to people just to kind of like get reactions, see if anybody, um, there was other stuff I was waiting on, dude, the way, the final version's way better, but that was just like a, like what I had done and I wanted to get it out there so people could give me some feedback. Let's dive right in, man. I had the pleasure of going on your guys' show last year. I think it was around August, September timeframe. Uh, dude, yes. Right. I was just telling Teddy, man, like your guys' show is like grown, man. Like it's freaking awesome to see it. Like the quality, the everything about it. Not that you guys had bad quality, but just like the steps you've taken to like really improve it. Like it's super cool, you know. Definitely with the last one going to the Fairfield County Infirmary, I really wanted to try to make it like look a like I don't know, just have a better polished look. Yeah, for sure, man. When uh, we last spoke, we man, we got into some hot topics that I thought were really awesome, and I kind of would like to start back up that same way. Like, if you guys can just kind of explain to me how you've come into this world of paranormal investigation and kind of what the paranormal is to you. You want to go first, Ted? No, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I see myself as someone just like 
trying to explore the unknown and what is out there. I don't really believe in one set thing, whether it's spirits or some type of energy that manifests itself. Um, I would say like, I've always been curious and weird things happen as I've happened to myself as I've grown up and just made me want to look into the unknown, see what's out there. Yeah, it's kind of similar for me too. I mean, when I was younger, growing up, uh, being at my grandparents' house and stuff, uh, I would see, I'd see and hear like different things, and I'd always ask them questions about, you know, stuff that happened, and they were always just like, "Oh, well, you know, it's so and so," or "or it's like your great grandma," stuff like that. And I was, I got fascinated. I didn't necessarily get too scared. It, it was really intriguing to me, and when we lived in. In Kentucky, when I was younger, I saw some stuff there, heard some stuff there at a house that we lived at. It's super creepy. And I've always just been fascinated with, like, just anything that has to do with, like, supernatural or, or like, UFOs, like, astronomy, just, like, cryptids, like, crazy stuff. Yeah. It's always it's always been, like, a, an attraction to me. Yeah, I mean, you've always just been seeking a supernatural quest. That's, yeah. There you go, He said man. the thing. I mean, he said too. the thing. Like, honestly, like, you know, and I grew up in a family uh, that worked in funeral homes and mortuaries all my life, you know, and, right. and I I ended up opening up one of my own. And, and I've seen and heard things at, at different mortuaries and, and, and not only there, but my own too. And I was always just like, man, like what, like what, what brings this to, to, to this point where we start seeing and noticing, you know, things and hearing stuff because... Like, is it actually something or someone that's trying to reach out to us, uh, make their presence known? Like, are they needing help? Are they trying to get us to kind of interact with them? Maybe there's something that they want to tell us, you know? And, and that's what we kind of try to do on the investigations. Also, not only like we read up on the history of the location that we're at, but like we we ask questions, you know, we try to see what what entities we can talk to and try to have some some type of conversation with to get some answers to to why that certain spirits there you know right you know i think the history really is important when you're going into these investigations because i think we talked about this before too on your guys's show um where i said kind of there's two types of haunting there's like a residual haunting and then there's kind of like the spirit that's fully kind of there and it helps you break down those things and i think create like a scientific method for what which one is which you know is this some traumatic event that you know left a mark where you know, like i said before the lady's going up the stairs or lady's going up the stairs or she's reoccurring versus a, an actual kind of spirit stuck and i think those historical events kind of tie you into that to feel those out while you're there yeah it's definitely interesting um and then sometimes it's kind of hard to distinguish, you know, which one's which, you know? Yeah. You kind of just have, like, for me, like, in the moment while while I'm there at whatever place we're investigating, whatever feelings that, that I get personally kind of lets me know. You yeah. Know? Like, even, like, so some of the places we've been to, like, there's places where I feel, like, instantly, like, right when we were pulling up or right when uh, we're inside a location, you know, I'll feel, like, a different like a heaviness sometimes. Sometimes I won't feel anything till I get to a certain area. But I mean, like I've, I've the whole range of different emotions that anybody can feel. Like we felt those, uh, depending on where we're at. So, 
No, I left. I remember now we left out a place. We left out Yorktown Memorial. We, we were also been there. Oh, yeah. You, you I, know, know, there I knew I was forgetting something. Okay. Well, hey, uh, leading off into places you've been, like, uh, tell us about your experience there, like at Yorktown Memorial. First of all, it's one that I'm not familiar with. So if you guys can enlighten me, like, where it's at and some of the stories with it, man. What do you think, uh, like, Teddy, after Yorktown Memorial, do you think there was something sinister there? that caused everything to happen as we left? <laughs> uh, I definitely, man. Like, honestly, when I was there, there were certain points throughout the facility where I kind of felt something, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything like super intense or anything like that. You know, it was, uh, I felt there, it was more like curiosity with whatever, whatever spirits were there were kind of just curious to see what we we're doing or, Kind of just hanging out in the background, you know, watching us. Mm -hmm. um, definitely didn't feel nothing like malicious or anything like that until we left. You know, like instantly right when we left is just a string of just bad luck, you know. And, and I, feel, yeah. I feel mainly it was, you know, some of the things that I said while I was there, like I was at one point just super frustrated because we weren't really getting anything too much and i started antagonizing you know the spirits a lot and i think you know they they kind of left their their impression on me after you know and i just like to the point where i actually wanted to go back multiple times just to apologize yeah. oh man you know and it's like it's it's now it's like a joke you know like when we go on another investigation, like, ah, oh, you know, like, don't piss off and experience like you did the nuns over there. Oh, so you, like, you <laughs> mean to apologize to the spirits, not to the... Uh, okay, okay. So what happened yeah, with this? It made you feel like that. So, well, like, Yorktown Memorial, sorry, we kind of, like, went, dove, dove right into it, but Yorktown Memorial is a hospital in this little small town of Texas, and basically it was ran by nuns, and there was um it was a, i think it was a drug rehab too for one at one time right it was a drug rehab yeah, yeah i mean yeah. It, it served it served a, like a, a lot of purposes but mainly it was like a clinic a hospital i mean at one point at a certain time it was kind of like a little makeshift orphanage uh but it has a lot of history you know for the for the small town uh that that uh yorktown texas is it's it's uh it was pretty you know, it has, it has a lot of history because it's it's not too far away from San Antonio. So like it was like an hour or something like that. And then there's other smaller towns around it, too. But like it, it served as a major location for all those smaller towns and communities to go to, like if you needed any type of medical care. OK. All right. Man. Yeah. And before like it was crazy. So like it was kind of quiet the whole time. And then we got we started like taunting trying to see if we can get some action. And then as we were leaving, we didn't say a prayer. Like we usually say this prayer every time before we leave. And that one time we forgot. It, I don't know why we forgot. Oh, I think we went to go like lock up with the guy and we just, we, we disregarded, forgot it. And not even 15 minutes down the road, a deer comes out of nowhere and we slam right into it. Oh man. Yeah. It was just weird the way it happened, you know, like it just like came out of nowhere. Like to, cause I, I was the one that was driving. It was just like when I was when I was going towards it, it just looked like just like a blob in the middle of the road, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" 
And then I started slowing down to see what it was. And then instantly, like, it just morphed into, like, a damn deer. And then it looked sideways at me, and the, even the eyes didn't even look like, like, they looked like a grayish color. Dude. And then, like, I didn't have time to react. Like, I just, I slammed on the brakes, and then I tried to swerve, but I didn't want to swerve too much because I didn't want to flip the vehicle over. And then just boom, you know, like, it, it, it was just so fast. And, like, it, we, I remember just seeing it, like, flying through the air. <laughs> and I never, I never even thought land or anything like that. Like, we just kept going. I was like, dude, we're in the middle of nowhere. Right. We have to get back, you know, as close to a major city as possible before this vehicle breaks down. And we actually got, like, i say maybe, like, another 25 to 30 miles, man, before the vehicle just completely died out. Dude. And see, everybody thinks uh, the paranormal is just in these, like, places, right? Like, it's, like, just the ghosts and it's just the demons at the, at the scary old dilapidated building. But it's like, dude, all that, like, what you just explained is kind of what I believe. It's all tied together. Like, there's there's something that is, is supernatural about it, you know? And it's something that can, can is woven throughout the fiber of the universe that connects us all. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, I mean, even, like, when other places we've gone to i think the most out of all the investigations that we've done though like I've, there's only been two two locations that i've been to that i felt just like a real real darkness and that was at the black swan uh in the milk barn and then and then the hill house in mineral wells texas so let's get those in, are like the worst ones let's get into the hill house man like what is what is the the, the experience that happened to you there that like changed your your any of your beliefs or or validated any of your beliefs in the paranormal well first i mean like i was i was just looking i was googling places that maybe were kind of close by to where i'm at in el paso to to investigate because out here there's not really a lot you know that we can go investigate and, and look up um and i just happened to fall across the hill house in mineral wells and I started watching some videos and a lot of them were at first were just like news clippings of, of local news stations that, that did like a quick, you know, two, three minute story on the, on the location. And then I found one, uh, it was a radio DJ out there and it was when the location was up for sale and he was thinking about buying the property. So he went out there to, to, to go check it out. And, and he was just like super freaked out with what happened while he was there. And he was like, nope, I don't need this in my life, you know? Yeah. And the current owners ended up buying the house and they've ran it for like, I think like the last six, seven years. But what caught my attention the most was the demonic spirit that they have there. Uh, it was just, and they have a picture of it. Uh, it's, it's kind of creeping out of the corner next to a, to a girl. Uh, like a quick Polaroid that they took and you could see him like just smiling. You could see like the the horns in his head coming out and just had like a really creepy smile, you know, and it just intrigued me a lot. So I started reading up on it. I started uh, watching more videos, like anything I could find about this location. I was just looking for it. Like I was dead set on learning as much about this place as possible. And I, I felt so attracted to wanting to go there. And I've never had that feeling before anywhere else that we've gone to. Okay. Like I was, I was almost like to the point where I was obsessed with this place and I was, that's all I wanted to do was read up on it and watch whatever I could on it. 
And like, I, I just couldn't shut up about this place. Like, I know, man, you've been trying to con everybody else to go in there too. <laughs> dude, that's how, that's how it go. goes. Like, dude, that's how it goes. You know, once you go somewhere, it's like your spot, right? And like, we all say it's the, the most haunted till we go to the next place. You know what I mean? Like Mansfield Reformatory yeah. was the most haunted place I'd been till I went <laughs> to Waverly Hills. And it's like, they just keep stacking and just keep, you know, it, it all adds up, man. Like it all, it's all kind of like the same song and it all rhymes together, you know, like the same things happen at each of these locations. But Teddy, you said something, right? You live in El Paso? Yeah, yeah, I live in El Paso. Dude, you, that was a lie, man. Your credibility's crushed, dude, because Fort Cavazo or ex-Fort Hood, man, that place has got to be haunted as hell. Yo, when there's places here, um, but like I... I went out to a couple locations around here that they're kind of like in El Paso County and checked them out. Yeah. I don't want to try to discredit anybody with what they're trying to do, but <laughs> like, I didn't feel nothing. I feel right? like they're all scamming out there. I was just joking because of how many people go to Fort Hood and die, but <laughs> not to make light of that, but you know, in the army and be oh, that that Austin's uh, being in the Fort army. Fort Wasn't Fort it Fort Hood? No, Fort, uh, Fort Hood. Fort Hood's by, by uh, Killeen, though. Uh, yeah, okay, it's clean. My bad. Look at me, dude. I don't need so we got, a spot, but yeah, four. But yeah, yeah, we got it's a list over there. But yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the whole like paranormal investigation stuff in El Paso is just like. I feel like it's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say nothing to down anybody. I mean, there's there's definitely like a lot of history here anywhere, like in all throughout this place. But I just don't feel like. There. I mean, it, if it. If there's something there, it doesn't it, it just wants to be left alone, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it, it, and I hear what you guys are saying. It's just a weird topic, you know, when you try to pick and shoot. I'm not saying you are, but when we talk about like like I told you guys before, like I don't really believe in cryptids, but it's something I'm starting to believe into. It's like you can't really like I I feel like you can't pick and choose because it's hard because then it then you're arguing why your point is valid on this spot you would exactly. do, and somebody's like this house down in El. You know, which, I mean, there's places I go and I'm like, man, I don't think there's shit here. But that's like what I used to love about Taps, man, or uh, the ghost hunters. Like, they'd be in there with like a EFM meter, like, oh, it's your pipe, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not a ghost. But then there'd be episodes where they're like, yeah, dude, this place is haunted. So, but, yeah. and then again, man, it, I think it goes back to us being like frequencies. You know, some places like we are like resonating at the same frequency as that place and maybe... You know, some places I go, I feel nothing. And some places I go, I feel like I'm freaking got a sixth sense, you know? Yeah, but. definitely. Like when we were in, um, what was the last one that we went to, Austin? Fairfield County Infirmary? Yeah, we were at Fairfield. It was weird because certain spots in that building, I was, I could feel something. And then yeah. what was super weird to me is, remember we were, I think we we're up on the second floor and we were walking up that ramp. And we heard that noise, and everyone thought it was, yeah, everyone thought it was me. Yeah, and I was like, nah, like this thing straight came out of the corner, like just in our face, like boom. And I was like, wait, no, come on, let's come. If you let's play, man, like come on, don't just growl at us and then take off, you know. And, and it was weird because like every time I left a room, or when we were coming back, when we were going back downstairs to where we had everything set up, I always felt like there was someone just behind me. Like kind of just like jumping around, and I was just like, "Oh man!" Like I, it was such an uneasy feeling. Like I was just like, "I don't want to be the last one walking behind everybody else," because like this thing's just messing with me right now. Right. 
So what what's kind of the historical background on the infirmary? Like what what gives it its kind of haunted reputation? So it's it was basically like a a hospital. Um, well, it was like a poorhouse where every anybody in the city that was like poor didn't have enough money, didn't have medical care. I was about to say, dude, yeah. you're gonna have to explain a poorhouse. We're from the Midwest, dude. We know what that is. Like other people would be like a poorhouse. What is that? Or you cancel culture, dude. Like they don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's where it kind of got its history from. There's also a gravesite in the back, and it's just I don't know how many bodies. How many bodies? Do you remember, Teddy? They said were back there, and they were buried like perpendicular. Oh, dude, I know. I I know for sure it was uh, a couple hundred. But from where they did the ground penetrating radar, I think they picked up like maybe what was it like twelve to fifteen? Yeah, yeah that was just like buried straight up. Yeah, like on top of each other, like next to each other. Oh, okay, just like, dude. Just like yeah, not buried regular. They were buried like straight up, like, like standing up. upright. Dude. Yeah, what? That's like some freaky yeah. voodoo curse right there. So you can get <laughs> rest, dude. <laughs> yeah, Bruh. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, okay. It was wild. Okay. There was definitely some stuff that happened there. Um, but now it's gotten to the point where, like, if we go somewhere and it, I feel like if it doesn't add up to, like, what we've experienced at other hot spots, we're kind of just like, uh, I don't know if something's here. Because we're always looking for that, like, crazy amount of stuff to happen at some of these spots. And then sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. only, like, little things happen here and there. And you're just like, oh, man. Definitely trying you... to one up the next one. I, I'm glad you said that too, because like my two major investigations that you know at OHR or Ohio's OSR, sorry, and Waverly were completely different, man. Like OSR was extremely like active, but, mm -hmm. and so was Waverly. It was just in a different way. So like way, I had yeah. to I had to change my expectations of what what I was getting right. And that's kind of like the nuance of, I feel like, of paranormal investigation, man, is like you watch ghost adventures or these TV shows or read the book, yeah. and it's always hype. But then there's times where you're just like, dude, like, I don't, this is, there's nothing going on here. And it's right before you go to turn something off, something happens, or you're just like, dude, this is kind of boring. I got to be here for 12 hours, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like a whole job now, man. Have you, uh, have you read into any of the ghost adventures drama lately? Oh, with, uh, him and, uh, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Zach and then uh prod that was it destination fear he had destination fear canceled and then that yeah. whole thing going and he was on. like crazy news dude crazy <laughs> it's like high school drama man it's I like know, coming man. up and then like he finally Nick finally released stuff on Twitter like I want to tell you why <laughs> but uh, you know I one thing I actually watched one of their episodes recently because dude when you guys went to Licking County Jail and I'm gonna tell you what's weird. Ever since, I, I mean, I live in Florida right now. There's a ton of Ohio license plates, right? And you know how the bottom of the Ohio license plate has the county. Uh -huh. uh, and I, dude, I saw one that said Butler the other day. I'm like, oh, dude, Butler County. But I've seen like 15 licking county plates. And I'm like, dude, that's so weird. But I got so jealous when I saw that you guys went to Licking County Jail. I'm like, man, I, I'm going to go back and watch. I saw your guys' stuff there and it was freaking awesome. I'm like, dude, I got to do more research on this place. I'm like at least going to talk about it. And I went back and watched their episode, and I'm like, man, these these jokers over here, dude, them, not you. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're gonna. I want to go back to that place. Absolutely, hundred percent. Need to go back yeah. there. Like that place has unfinished business. Let me know when I will be there. Definitely I will one hundred percent be there. But yeah, like, 
Yeah, we we completely forgot about the first floor, man. Like we we were so focused on the basement and other like the fourth and fourth floor. Yeah. yeah, especially like when I went up there alone and I heard that voice. Like, I'll never like forget that. Like that was just so insane to hear like a voice almost right next to me, and then it was on on video as well. So kind of go through your night there, man. Like how like what was like what was popping off there? You want to start, Ted? Well. I'm- I mean, we did the, we got there, we did the tour, like even just like the drive, because it was like an hour and a half drive from, uh, from where we were at. Um, Because what we did, Bobby Mackey's the night before. Yeah. Dude. And then, yeah, then the next night we went over to, to Licking County and it was just. That's on the other side of Columbus. That's like a five hour drive, right? Dude. We, when we pulled up, like, it was just like, damn, like we're here. You know, like the place looked super creepy. Yeah. And um, we got down, we did the tour. Um, just seeing like just the rawness of, of the building on the inside was was something. And hearing the stories uh, from each certain jail cells to, to what happened in there and, and just the history of like the, the, the town and everything. Yeah. It was very, very interesting. But once we got in there, and we started to investigate. We had split up, and um, I think Austin and Marlene did the basement, and me and Jessica were up on the fourth floor, and we got some good stuff up there, you know, on the fourth floor, uh, especially with the with the S box. Uh, a lot of voices, a lot of um, I'd ask a question, I'd get an answer type thing, right? And then um, once we all met back up. I was super focused. There's, I think it was on the fifth floor, the fifth or the third floor. There's like a, a shadow hallway. I was so focused on trying to get a shadow spirit to come out. And that, when I was there, I felt something touch my back. And I, at that time, I figured it was just uh, maybe one of the jail cells. Right. I kind of rubbed up against. Um, like they have like, like a square joint that kind of attaches to the wall. Where the, where the cell swings open. And I thought I brushed up against that. But when I turned around and looked, I was like two feet away from the wall. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just yeah. going to continue. Because yeah. uh, I had my wife with me, and I was like, definitely don't want to freak her out. <laughs> and, Dude, uh, that was that same night we all got touched, too, basically. I mean, that's when, like, I remember we were in the basement, and I felt something, like, kind of scraped the back on my back and I disregarded it. I ignored it. And like five seconds later, Marlene gets up and says something touched her leg. Yeah. Right after I felt like I got touched on my back and I was like, you're kidding, right? Like something just touched me and we're right next to each other. That dude, that's always weird. Whenever you like, when you're like, Oh, and you always try to rationalize it too. Like I bumped into this thing or was that the nature? And you're like, no, that was nothing. And I, I was touched. Yeah, it was crazy because the way we were set up down there in the basement, they had they had a, a table already set up, and I was already kind of feeling uneasy about being down there. Right. And I, the way I positioned myself, I put one of the chairs up against the wall, like kind of cornerized, so I could see behind us, which was just a wall with a window, and then I could directly in front of me, I could see Austin and Marlene sitting across from me, and then I could see the rest of the front, but I kept looking behind me because I felt like something was just there and that's when I positioned my chair kind of up against the wall I was like if anything comes from over here like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for it you know like 
I don't want nothing coming from behind me. I'd rather see something coming. And then right after that, that's when Austin got touched. And then immediately after that, that's when Marlene got touched. And then I was just like, damn, man. <laughs> I'm so glad that I had a good chair up against the wall. Yeah. But it was it was definitely down there. Was You could feel that there was some type of presence there that didn't want us to see that. Yeah, I mean, even on the other side of the cell, we had that. When I was doing the S-Box session, you could clearly hear get out and then sit down as well while we were down there. Yeah. I just want to say, anybody, any listener or watcher or watching right now or listening, go watch the haunting, uh, the haunted hill house episode with Teddy. Your face, dude. I don't know if it's because it's in the dark or what, but you're stone cold. And I'm like, man, this dude's brave for putting his face. So I would have like all kinds of scared faces. I would be freaking out, and you're just like sitting in a room where they're like, this is the hell bathroom, and you're just like, anybody here? That's the closet with the demon. I'm like, dude, I couldn't even be that still there. I'd be like, I'm always like voice cracking and shit. Yeah, man, like that place. I I want to go back so bad. Um, like I feel, I feel like I have to go back because I have to, I have to prove to myself like, whatever's there. It just got me so uneasy to the point where like I had to physically just stop investigating. Like I felt so drained and like. Whatever was doing it, 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 that's what its purpose was. Like, it was, I feel like it was just toying with me, like, by myself because nobody else was getting the feelings that I got, you know? Like, they, it was very creepy, but I felt like whatever spirit was doing that was, like, singling me out. Right. And a lot, like, at a lot of points where I would just be sitting there and I'm just like, okay, like, try to build up the nerve to go up to the second floor because that's, like, the hot spot. Right. Every time, like, I would even have a thought or or when I would say out loud, okay, let's get ready to go, like, it was just, like, boom, like, in my face, like, taunting me. Like, at one point, like, it was calling me, like, all types of names. And I was just like, God, man, you suck. Like, yeah. Why? You know? And I was, like, literally to the point where, like, even the owners, because they have cameras set up, and they're like, what happened? Like, you guys just stopped for, like, two, uh, two three hours. And I was kind of just me just trying to build up the nerve to to continue to investigate because you couldn't even go up to the second floor again right like no man like i and i kept telling like dude i was so gung-ho about this place like before we went out there when you're there it's a whole unnerving feeling what like, happened on you the stairs that door. when you guys were going upstairs there after you left the bath the room where the closet and the in the hell bathroom I remember something uh, happening when you're going upstairs, like either something like called out to you or somebody was like, you saw something there like coming around. There's, there's just so many things, you know? Yeah. Uh, we can hear footsteps. Like when we we're downstairs coming from, from the second floor, uh, they had a, they had a speaker box set up to an S box, which kind of just blared out throughout the whole house, you know, like you could hear everything, everything, any, any spirit was saying, you know, it's like free range. Like they're just out there. Yeah. Like spirits are out there and, just calling. We, I like, we checked it to make sure like it wasn't hooked up to anything else. Like we, like it's whatever's coming through that box is, is what you're, you know, you're dealing with there at that house, you yeah. know? And a lot of the times it was just growls and grunts and, and sometimes it was children voices, you know, coming out. But the, the majority of it was that demonic spirit there, Toby, that just, he just messes with you so much, dude. Like, 
this thing and i don't even like i don't even like this is how bad it is i don't even like saying <laughs> saying the name of this this demon because i don't want it coming here in my house you know right. like that was my biggest fear was having something residual come back from this location and just mess with me here because i just i mean i don't want that right know? uh and like let's put it this way one of the one of the main things that the owner said while we were there is please don't make any text messages or phone calls to any loved ones because whatever's here can travel to that person and torment them. Mm. Wow. So like I was just like my wife was like, do not call me or text me. Like when when you get back to the Airbnb, like then then maybe I'll, you know, we could talk. She's like, but honestly, like when you get back, we can talk because I don't want to talk to you like the whole time you're out there. Yeah. You know, love the year over at Magic City or something. <laughs> Like, even after we came back, man, because I think we left, like, at 8 in the morning. We all slept in the living room together, you know? Like, I was I was just, like, so freaked out. I was like, I'm definitely not staying in my room at the Airbnb by myself because if something crazy happens, like... I, was I like, call that the like, paranormal hangover, dude. Like, you come out of somewhere high like that, then you go back to your hotel, and you're like, this fucking place is haunted. It was built last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Like, it was, it was so intense, you know? And... I definitely want to go back because I feel like I I have to do better. You know, as an investigator, I have to not try to let those feelings like overtake me. Like I have to go and try to get some answers or, or some type of footage, you know, not only for myself, but like people that view our channel um, like that. This is one of the main reasons why we did started doing this is because we want to show proof that there is something after death, you know? Yeah. Um. And that place just like I, I I I feel like I didn't do my job there, and I have to go back like and just get what I what I what I was supposed to get when I was there the first time. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I yeah. don't understand that. I hate talking about it because I feel like I let myself down and like a lot of people down because of how the way you know things played out, but. Like, I know eventually I'm going to go back. Like, I'm so eager to go back there, but also I can wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I think I told you guys about this. Um, last time we talked, I had an experience similar to that at Mansfield where, like, I got freaking punked by a spirit there, man. Like, I was sitting in a chair and it pushed me out. And, like, dude, that kind of, like, ruined the whole rest of the investigation for me. Like, I was kind of oh. shook to my core. Like, dude, I was, like, just physically assaulted in a way by a ghost, dude. So... I totally understand yeah. that feeling. Like anytime you're touched, anytime you like any any time that it gets to the point where it's like something physically physically comes out of you, you just it's a feeling you can't even it's hard to explain. Like it's just like puts you in a place where you're just like whoa, like yeah. something just happened that I cannot explain. When like, dude, like you know, all the people that are like non-believers that are like, oh yeah, dude, I I don't believe in in that kind of stuff. They never go to like the heavy hitting places, like you know, like. Uh, the, the Hill House or or Licking County Jail. They go to like the local folklore like bridge where some girl was yeah. pushed off and like nothing happens. And then they use that as a as a source to discredit it all. And it's like, no, go to some of these places where there's actually historic paranormal activity that's been documented, dude. And like you will yeah. you will understand like how humbling and how um it can stop you in your tracks, man. But Austin Yeah, definitely being from like the Cincinnati area, like we are, man, I wanted to ask you how how was Bobby Mackey's 
Because that's kind of one grow. Like we're right there, and everybody and their brother talks about that growing up, man. Like what? What? How was the experience there I'd for you to, to finally go? I'd have to go back. Really? Um, I don't know. It was honestly, it was kind of a letdown. Um, I think we went into it watching all the Ghost Adventure videos, times they went there, and just got super hyped for it. And when we got there, nothing at all happened. nothing like there wasn't even a sense of like something being there like nothing happened and it i don't know if it's because we had such a big group when we went maybe that was why so like if i was to go back i'd go back with like two or three people and then see how it goes because there was just too much stuff like convoluting evidence like you could hear people walking upstairs in our group while we were downstairs people would talk loudly you could hear it it was just it was just too much going on right for sure. How about yeah, you, Teddy? There what, was, was there was like, there was what like eight of us there, seven or yeah. eight of us there, yeah. and it's just it's a small location, you know. Um, I definitely feel like there's some some presence there. Um, I just think that like how Austin was saying, like there was just our group was too big, man, and and like at certain times we were kind of just you know joking around a lot because we weren't getting anything really, you know, and we were all over that place you know like if we're if we split up and we had we're upstairs uh, the people downstairs would hear us you know walking around the crazy thing is uh, like even like at one point we were down like i don't know if it's like considered the basement or like the, just the lower part of the building the uh, when, one. yeah they had that that hole like the the, the hole where the, the, the portal, baby the got portal the hell yeah. and shit you know and um like I was just like, oh, you know, it's just a, it's just like a collapsed foundation, and there's just like a bunch of termites and stuff, you know, coming out of it. Like I didn't feel nothing, and then they had like this kind of like little closet room where they had a chair set up, and you you go in there, whatever spirits in there doesn't like you to be in there. So we turned off all the lights, and I sat in there, and supposedly you're supposed to get like, like just a really uneasy feeling, and, and like you get scratched and touched and stuff. And I was in there, I think, maybe like two, three minutes, all lights off, and I was just like, come on, you know, do something. And I didn't even get the feeling, you know? Like, I got more just uh, just frustrated because it's it was hot. And then we just ended up just leaving. But I think one of the weirdest things about that location, though, is we had left the voice recorder down in the dressing area where, where the, I guess the girls used to get ready back in the day for performances. And it's just like a, it's a small, like wood, wood floor room, uh, has like a little, like a little countertop with a mirror. And we had left the voice recorder in there. And I remember at one point, all of us were upstairs. Nobody was down there and you could hear like someone walking from a distance into that room. And it sounded like they walked up, kind of looked around and then noticed the voice recorder and then walked out. But nobody was down, because we had a camera set up down facing that direction, and nobody was down there at that time. And you can clearly hear, you know, footsteps walking on the wood floor. I think that was, like, the best footage that we, or, you know, audio that we got out of that place, because everything else, just nothing came up. But, I mean, another thing is, like, it's on a major road, you know? So... Any type of audio recorders you leave throughout that place, 
you're going to pick up a lot of traffic with the cars going by, um, which kind of, you know, messes everything up. Like there, you you kind of just have to get things right there on the spot while you're there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we definitely need to go back. Uh, just because like they say, you know, it's always good to investigate a place multiple times because it might be a hit or miss, you know? Yeah. Like it, it, you, you don't know. So I definitely want to go back. I I, I want to go to every place that we've gone to at least two, three times, just so that way we can get a sense of how things are in each individual time that we go. Right. Uh, like we've gone to the Donia Anna County jail. Uh, I've been there like four times already, you know? And each time it's always something new. You know, like the last time we went, I would, I got, I got touched. I, I got nauseous. Like, I felt like something just definitely didn't want me to be there. And like, I, I had to like walk outside and take a break at one point because I they said, you've been here enough. We tried to get you out already. Three yeah. Times. Like it was so, like, come on, dude, you're back again. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. And I, I guess I said it wrong. Is it, is it Donia or how, how do you say it? Uh, Doniana. Doniana. Okay. So what, I'm not familiar with that one at all, man. So that one, it's a, it's a, it's a gel out there in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is like about a four, like a 30, 40 minute drive for us. So it's, okay. it's super close. That place has a lot of history. Uh, there's been like uh, satanic rituals done there. Supposedly a girl got kidnapped and, and murdered down there, like a sacrifice. You can still see blood on the walls. Um, they, I mean, just uh, it's your typical gel, you know, there was inmates murdered there, uh, suicides that took place just that that whole location, like even the surrounding location, like back in the day, there was like, it, it has ties to Billy the kid. Um, what's a lot of like this region does like anywhere, like you, you go, like there's always a story about Billy the kid or, or, you know, right. or something like that, you know, cause this is where there's like their territory, you know, but it does, have, it has a rich history and just like any jail that you go investigate, you're going to, you're going to have stories like that, you know? So we, I think it's there's it's three a three story building, and then you have a basement. We I've never been to the basement. The last time we went, we was the first time we had access to it. But when it happened to me up on the third floor, it just kind of just made me just not want to even go down to the basement anymore to investigate it. Because like at that point, I was just done. You know, I I, I was already exhausted from what happened on the first house. floor. Well, when so there. There's certain spots throughout that building where they say that they have some type of shadow spirits there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. up on the third floor, it's like a little closet room. It's always a closet room somewhere, you know, that has a, some type of crazy spirit in it. But we were up there and we, we, we were walking up the stairs to get up to the third floor from where we we're at because our, our base station was in the, in the courtroom, which was on the second floor. And, uh, we were walking up the stairs and right when I got to like the midsection in between the first or the second and the third floor, I felt something like push my back. Right. So I turned around and Carlos and Stephanie, another two members of our team were barely walking up towards me. So there was nobody around me when I got touched. And then I told them, Hey, you know, something touched my back, like right here. And, and then Carlos got kind of pushed over. Like he almost stumbled coming up the steps, dude. And then right after that, we 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 started walking up towards the third floor door, 
and I just got right when I opened up that door, I, I just instantly got nauseous. Like I felt like the room was spinning. Like I, it was just, it, it was a really intense feeling. And then I, I tried to walk it off and then it got to the point where I couldn't, I had to just stop and kind of just collect myself. And I felt like whatever was doing that just did not want me up there like at all. So then we walked over to where the, where the room was, where they said the shadow spirit was. I was asking questions. Uh, I was definitely being like super polite because I didn't want to have another situation like how we had in Yorktown and just have something just, just like give me a streak of bad luck again. Right. So I was asking questions. We were kind of just like lights out with everything. You know, we were kind of just running on night vision like throughout the whole time that we were there. Like I, I wanted to really keep um, like the natural feeling and the mood of the building. I didn't want to bring out any any lights or anything like that to kind of, you know, scare any spirits away and stuff like that. I think that kind of helped out with, with throughout the whole investigation, um, especially because of this situation. And uh, just out of nowhere, uh, and I was wearing, a, I think I was wearing a beanie at the time, and something just flicked my earlobe. And my, my ears were completely covered with the beanie. You know, and be I, I kind of, I turned around and I, I asked Carlos, I was like, did you just touch me? And he was like, no, man. And he was like three feet away from me. <laughs> I was like, dude, something just like clearly flicked my ear. And then again, right after that, like I started getting like a really uneasy feeling and I, I just wrapped it up after that. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm sorry if I, if I upset you, we're going to go back downstairs. Please don't follow us. Like definitely do not follow me. <laughs> and, Right. We went back down and we, we went back to the uh, to the courtroom where we had everything set up. And when I got back in there, I kind of, you know, started to feel a little bit better. But then I still felt like a lot of uneasiness. So then I, I, I told him, I was like, I have to I have to get out of this building for a little bit. You know, so we went outside and uh, Stephanie was just uh, recording me like she's like, talk to me, like, tell me what you're feeling. She's like, this is good stuff. And I was just. I felt like so sick. Maybe like five minutes after we were outside, I felt like myself again. I felt better. And uh, I think we're outside maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, you know what? We got to go back in and, and kind of start wrapping up the night and see what else we can get before we take off. Right when I got back in, it just, uh, all those feelings came back. And I was like, God, dude, like something just does not want me here right now. So we kind of tried to do as best as we could after that. I was kind of just like lost at that point. Like I didn't really know what to do. So we we kind of poked around a little bit. I definitely wanted to go to the basement, but I was just like, you know what? Whatever's up there, if it can do that right now, like I don't know what what's downstairs in the basement that could probably either do the same or worse. Or if it might be the same entity, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know that. And I remember uh, our our guy, David, before he left, he was like, you guys got to hit up the basement before you leave because it has been super active the last couple of days. Like, you guys will definitely get good stuff. And he's like, whatever's down there does not want anybody down there at all, and it's going to let you know right away when you go. And I was like, if I already felt crazy, like, up on the third floor, like, why? Why am I going to go down there again and, and make it worse right now? I was like, I can leave that for another time. Yeah. So we we ended up doing an Estes again in the in the courtroom. Again, I got touched. 
something like it felt like something like kind of like brushed and slapped my thigh. Like if you see the video, I jolt up super quick and I, I take off the blindfold and everything. And, and then Carlos is like right in my face after trying to see what's wrong. And so then he spooked me. Oh man. And I was like, dude, why are you so close right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then and right after that, we, we kind of just packed everything up and took off because it was already getting to that time where, you know, we were, we had to leave. But like I was again with that was I was kind of disappointed because I didn't I didn't build myself up with the, the nerves to go down to the basement. But like I said, like I was telling Carlos and Steph, like. There's we can come here anytime we want to, yeah. you know, like why? Why push it right now? Like with the, with the, with the way I'm feeling now, like I don't know. I don't know what kind of spirits are here. You know, like we know the history, but we don't really know exactly what's there. Uh, we don't know the capabilities of what those spirits can do to us. So I was already kind of feeling kind of weak at that time. And I definitely didn't want anything to try to manipulate myself or my mind or my body. So I, I just called it a night. Right, man. And I took off and like I can I'll go back another day, man, and see if we can get access to the basement and do, you know, a whole episode down there. But like I've yeah. I I definitely feel like I'm not gonna put myself in a situation to where it's gonna like affect me like that or if I bring anything home that's gonna affect my family. Right. You know? So well, I we definitely that's, that's we kind of We definitely have to do a here with us, uh supernatural quest seekers team up man here in the future yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely i don't know where what would should we meet like in a midpoint or what, what do you guys think you already know what i'm gonna say you gotta, you gotta go to mineral wells and hit up that hill house oh dude i'm down for the hill house let me know I, i'll i'll hop on 10 right now dude and be there be there in like 10 hours but i want to thank you guys for coming on uh sharing your information with us or your stories and experiences i look forward to having you guys on the show again man maybe if we get another topic or something like i'm wanting to do like a gear review or like a kind of what to put in your kit for for hunting yeah so i thought i love your guys insight because i know you guys have a lot of great information a lot of good tactics that you use too but where can everybody find you guys at yeah you know, find us on our webpage. it's uh www.supernaturalquestseekers.com or you can just type in facebook.com slash supernatural quest seekers and we're there same for youtube supernatural quest seekers you can google us all our pages show up right there as well all right man and i'll link you guys in the comments as well uh when do you guys have a schedule for when you post no not currently we've i've been in the process of moving and everything so getting everything set up so so well i'll tell everybody right now go check out that hill house video man yeah <laughs> teddy will have you questioning whether you're a true uh ghost hunter or not but hey okay. i want to say thank you guys and i'll talk to you guys later all right see ya Here With Us podcast is the intellectual property of Here With Us Media, LLC. All rights reserved, copyright 2023.